baseball gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top flow epicenter turn up in this. OG turn your party to a disco. Yeah. And we're back with another episode of the Razorback Sports Podcast. Uh, we're back with myself, Calvin, All Day Wanye, and this week, JOSH, Jonah No Stupid Hose, is filling in for Jalen Silky Gilkey, who is yes, down at, in New Orleans for the Final Four. Uh, this week is a very special week in North Carolina history. Duke and UNC Chapel Hill will be playing each other in the Final Four on Saturday. I'm actually going to Chapel Hill uh, to watch the game at a bar on Franklin Street. I'm gonna. Oh yeah! I'm put wow. some, put some black paint. I'm put some black paint on my. Fu- I don't give a fuck who wins the game. I'm not a fan of either team. I put some black paint on my fucking face, bro. Gonna fucking shotgun a beer, dog. If you didn't see wins, bro. Be, yeah. Be be bold and wear an RJ Barrett jersey. You gotta get you you gotta get you a Joel Berry jersey. Fuck Wait, you. so Calvin, I know you're a Chapel Hill fan. Josh, what are you? Do you have any affiliation? Chapel Hill all day, baby. And then yay. Any affiliation? Just I'm here for the vibes. I'm going for Nova. Oh I yeah. I, I think, got knocked out. Yeah, I figured out. you would be going for Nova. I figured you'd be going for Nova. Uh, you going John, against Corey? You know Corey gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they play Kansas. Uh, that's a very interesting oh, yes. Final Four. We got probably four of the best goddamn college programs of the last what 10 years, 10, 15 years in the 20, Final Four. 30 years, 20 yeah. years, whatever. <laughs> Chapel Hill and Duke have 70 million Final Fours combined. Kansas has like what two national championships. And then Villanova, they've been some killers for the last like six, seven years. Uh Calvin, uh, you got I know you got Chapel Hill winning by how much? Uh, I think it's gonna be a tight one, but I think we edge out at the end by five. Okay, Josh, what, what, you, got? what you got? Yeah, Josh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually think Carolina steals this one too. I think they just riding that momentum from that first win, so I say they get like anywhere between six and eight points. If Chapel Hill wins this game, can Duke fans say anything to y'all? Like, not only did y'all beat him the final, fuck no, but you you, you said yeah, Coach nah. K packing forever. Like you said that nigga. It was one thing to beat him, you know what I'm saying, the last game at Cameron Indoor, but you sent him packing for good, bro. And then you go on to the National Championship. I think Chapel Hill loses to Villanova or, Can- or Kansas, though. Um, what? I think they lose. Yes, yes, I, I think dude, if we go dude. to, I think if we go there, we're going to win. But yeah, I, dude, I don't, dude, I think Duke is our biggest. Plus. I think Duke is our biggest competition, to be honest. No, yeah, I said if Chapel Hill wins. Oh, if, some, they, if yeah. they win, dude. they're going to, yeah. Duke is winning by ten, 10 or more points. So that'll be that. that'll be super mm. that'll be super dope for uh, Duke to send Coach K out on a national championship. But let's get to our Black Excellence of the show. I thought it would be suitable for our Black Excellence this week to be Will Smith. Oh my! I, I knew he was about to say that. <laughs> hey, I Will knew Smith, he was about to say Shout that. out Will Smith for his pre, his prestigious career. Finally got that elusive ass Oscar. I think he's the first Black male actor to win Best Actor at the Oscars. Since 2006, don't know who did it in 06, but I know he's the first one. Um, we're still waiting on a woman to take up the mantle after Halle Berry. Um, but yeah, shout out to Will Smith for not only winning an Oscar, but protecting the sanctity of his family, dog. I'm Team Will, bro. Yeah. You Team Will? I'm Team Will, man. Yeah. Hey, Yo, bro. I, I saw a tweet. <laughs> I saw a tweet, and it said <laughs> all Chris Rock had to say was... Dang! If he gets this angry in in uh, March, I get. I wonder how angry he gets in August. That would have been so <laughs> damn. <laughs> that hey, nigga would have got back up. Man, hey, bro. bro, listen. If I'm at an award show and I got a few drinks in me, 
You feel me? And a nigga say the wrong shit. I might slap him too. You feel me? Hey, no, but I, I, I think I think he was completely sober. I, I'm really I mean, like that's true. I'm really like on the fence on this one. Like in one in one area, I I kind of respect you know Will for setting the standard of like, hey, don't do this to my woman. But then at the same time, bro, comedians are supposed to make jokes, bro. Like so, keep that shit pushing. Like and granted, Chris Rock, I'm I'm glad he kind of held it in. He ain't do nothing crazy because then. All black people around the nation would have been looking crazy if these niggas just started scrapping on stage, obviously. But like, I feel like, yo, Chris, you, I mean, I feel like, Will, you gotta be, you gotta have some thicker skin. And I know he's been dealing with some stuff, you know what I'm saying, with Jada and all that. But like, you should have did that to August Alcina, my boy. Like, what we talking about? Should have did a lot of things to a lot of different people, my boy. Exactly. But I mean, hey, hey, if you, it, it was just a wild moment, bro. Like, I did, I'll just say this, like, these are the times where, like, I love having social media because the jokes Absolutely. that have come out because of this <laughs> have just been hilarious. The think pieces are funny to me. Like, it's just been a funny time and a good time to be on social media. Honestly, bro. bro conspiracies, all that. Why didn't, <laughs> yeah. why didn't Chris fight back? That's what I want to know, bro. Why didn't I, I get, I think he was stunned in the moment. Like the moment. Yeah. Well, well, also, Dre, imagine you get paid to be on the Oscars. You ain't trying to mess that bag up. I mean, yeah. I don't think he was being paid to be up there, bro. He was just presenting an award. He I think, I think Chris, he Chris, Chris, is a, Chris is a lover, not a fighter. He, yeah, he, he, want, he was just up there. He, he would have got fed, bro. It was like the, what was the award? It was like the Lifetime Achievement or some shit for Questlove. Chris wanted the fucking host. The host, they did like a three mm. three women. It was Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and somebody else. I forgot who the third person. I didn't watch the show. Like, if this shit didn't happen, I wouldn't have even known the Oscars was fucking happening because I don't I don't really watch any award shows anymore. I might tune into the BET Awards just because that should be chaotic as fuck. <laughs> that that should be chaotic as fucking the BET Awards. The BET Awards, man. But hey, shout out Will Smith, man. He his publicist typed up a great apology. I was riveted. I was moved. I knew it wasn't his words, but uh, shout out to the Smith family and hopefully they can move past this. Uh, and Chris said he's not pressing any charges. The LAPD did come out with a statement as well. Um, I think he would have looked like even more of a bitch if he pressed charges low key. hundred <laughs> percent. You just got hey, you just got charged that bitch to the game. Yeah. <laughs> either get your face, either get your face back at the after party or just, yeah. just charge hey, to the game. Because Will and Jada was they I think Beyonce threw like a gold, it's called like a gold after party, and they were at the party. Yeah. So Chris apparently wasn't cool enough to go to the party and get his lick back. But then nobody give a fuck about Chris's feelings anyway, because Denzel and Samuel Jackson pulled Will to the side afterwards. And Denzel was on one knee whispering in his ear like. <laughs> like the, uh, they, 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 they said the deacons had to come over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the church elders, bro. Hey, man. But let's get into some sports. Shout out Will Smith. Um, first thing on the docket this week, uh, the NFL officially changed their overtime rules. Only for the playoffs. The end of the, the regular season will stay the same. For those unfamiliar with the rules are, if we go to overtime, first team to score a touchdown. If the team with the first possession scores a touchdown, game over. If they score a field goal, team number two gets the ball. Once team number two touches the ball, any touchdown wins the game or a field goal wins the game. If team number one turned it over on downs or through or, or just turned the ball over, um, if that makes sense. But now in the playoffs, both teams will without a doubt, have a chance to possess the ball. Um, and a lot of this speculative or a lot of this uproar came out of the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs second round divisional game this past January, where 
Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were going Muhammad Ali fucking blow for blow with each other. Chiefs get the ball and just punch the fucking Bills, the tired ass defense in the mouth. Chiefs win the game. What do y'all think of the overtime rules, Josh? Um, I mean, I feel like really with the overtime thing that like if if you can't stop them, then like you lose the game. Like I, I don't know, just to me, like I mean, I do get the get the idea of wanting to see both teams like get a chance, but I feel like that's only because now like the league is super like offense driven. So like I feel like the NFL look looks at this opportunity to even force more uh, you know, big plays and things that attract people like box office type things to happen in overtime and they just see this as, as a money grab. Probably not the whole entire reason, but I just see that that's what, where the NFL benefits from this because I don't I don't know. I've never really seen there's been too many scenarios where like I mean, I, I guess uh, unless up until recently where like a lot of the times where people don't get to touch the ball has been like super impactful to the game because if you want well, to imagine imagine if the Bills and Chiefs game they give the Bills another shot. Because you remember the, the playoff game, they was going back and forth. I yeah. feel like that would have been a game where a lot of things could have been di- done differently if he had if they had another opportunity to get it done. So, I think it's trash. I hate it. <laughs> um, I think it's I, I think it's bullshit. Like at the end of the day, the game is it's three facets of the game: special teams, offense, and defense. And you know. Kick returns are kind of non-existent now that they've moved the kickoff, you know, up obviously to prevent, you know, head-to-head injuries and things of that nature. On defense, you can't touch the quarterback, you can't touch receivers, you can't can't do anything. And now, you know, you go out there and get a stop, um, or you know, you go out there and get a stop, and it's 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 worth less essentially. At the end of the day, the Bills and Chiefs, yes, they were going back and forth, but the Chiefs deserved to win the game because the Bills couldn't get a stop. And if your defense can't get a stop, if your defense can't stop a team from scoring a touchdown, you don't deserve to win the game um, in that type of situation. I, I love the the overtime change, overtime uh, rule change when they, you know, change it from obviously you can't just go down and kick a field goal. That I understood. You got to go down and score a touchdown. I thought it was fine. And I, I, I just hate the rule, bro. It's, it's trash to me. I mean, I think all, all in all, it will make the, it will make it more entertaining for us to watch. I mean that's cool, but like that's not that that's not what it's all about. Like it's not all for just the entertainment of fans. Like this is an actual game. Like the defensive players are getting paid millions of dollars to go out and get stops. Um, and you know if you're you know you're you're just devaluing defense more and more by giving the other team opportunity. And then when when does it stop? Like we've seen college games that have this. For, college obviously has this similar type of format. Like a few years ago, Texas, I mean, uh, Texas A&M and LSU, they both scored like 70 fucking points. Like, is that where we're going to go to? Like, are we going to go to where we're playing a whole extra, you know, a whole extra half on top of four quarters? Like, it's just it's just a lot to me. And I just feel like at the end of the day, go get a fucking stop. Go at least just make them uh, kick a field goal at the very bare minimum. You can do that. Hey, yeah, you, you got to blame your niggas, the Philadelphia. I know that's that's the frustrating part. <laughs> the Eagles and the Colts. Uh, ultimately, the new rule, the new rule passed vote by twenty nine to three. So it was only three teams that didn't like it. Um, but you know, uh, and the Tennessee Titans actually withdrew a proposal that would have allowed a team to win on the opening possession of overtime if it scored a touchdown and converted a two point conversion attempt. 
I think that's where it becomes kind of convoluted, uh, and where we're kind of yeah, doing um, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, so I don't know, but all, overall, we'll see. And there's a chance that you know we might not even really see this rule come into fruition like that. You know, what I'm saying like how often our yeah. game's gonna really go into overtime and whatnot. Um, very dry-ish, like sports week in a sense to talk about things. Um, one thing that I did have on the docket was NBA awards odds. So we got like seven games left for all NBA teams. Um, and I wanted to go over the awards odds for all of the major awards um, and see what y'all think about. Because basically it's either a two-person or three-person race for every single award. Um, so right now, Josh, who would be your most improved player in the NBA? Um, probably Ja. Either Ja or Tyler Hero was probably my two. See, those are two horrible answers. <laughs> oh, bro, I was gonna say Ja too. I was gonna say, bro, come up, bro, y'all, bro. They they did the same shit with Luca, bro, a few years, but bro, y'all can't do that, bro. Just because yeah, a guy, just a, just because a young guy takes that superstar jump, does not mean he deserves most improved. And who would you say is most improved? Desmond Bain. Uh, same team. Same team. Desmond oh, Bain. Or, I, I would it. say Desmond Bain or Tyrese Maxey. Either one of those two. Darius Garland, slightly, slightly in third for I, me. I think you could I think you could say either Darius Garland um or Deontay Murray too. Deontay, yeah. Why do you keep trying listen, to listen? No, listen, listen. Deontay <laughs> Murray been hooping, bro. He's had a really solid year, bro. That doesn't mean he most improved. He didn't improve that much. I, he, I he just feel like my well. my argument for Jaw though is just like he kind of made that leap from being just like a star to like having superstar numbers. So that's why I would kind of give him the the nod for for most improved because that's a big leap to make. You're going from 22 points a game to 27, eight assists and whatever rebound. I don't know exactly his. He numbers, went. But. I could I could tell you. Um, he went. Last year, he averaged – so, actually, Josh, you were wrong, but in your favor. So, he actually went from 19 points, 7 assists, and 4 boards last year to 28 points. I didn't know he was after 28. Wow. 28 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds this year. Yeah. And I, I feel like – like the numbers across the board, What is has his uh, percentages gone up as well? Uh, his splits right now – his splits last year were 44 – Third, oh god, he can't fucking shoot threes. 44, 30, and then 72 from the line. And then this year he's 49, 34, and 76 from the line. So the splits have all gone up as well. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like that whole body of work can could build a case for most improved. But I also get the argument for Darius Garland too. And Desmond Bain, I kind of like. So that. right now the odds in Vegas are Ja Morant had Ja Morant is negative eight hundred. Uh, Darius Garland is plus 650. Deontay Murray is plus 1500. Miles Bridges is 17. And then number five is Desmond Bain at plus 4000. And then sitting, Bro, on the what? Out, sitting on the outside looking in, Tyrese Maxey at 55. Anthony Simons at 15,000. And then Tyler Hero is plus 20,000 odds. And this is for most what? improved. This is for most Bro, improved. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's interesting. <laughs> Wait, Bro. yeah. What? What? What perplexed you from that list so much? Like, as much as I love Darius Garland, <laughs> he does not deserve to be that high. Like, the Cavs have just gotten a lot better as a team as a whole from last year to this mm -hmm, year. Yeah. They've improved. They've made great additions. 
Like, yeah, yes, I'm, he's improved it as I'm far looking, as getting the <laughs> I'm as far at, as getting the keys to him, but it's yeah. like their their team got better. Like Yeah, Darius his <laughs> I I Cavs fan, I agree. Set, he went from 17, 6, and 2 to 21, 8, and 3. Like, bro, uh, look at the jumps that Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey have taken from their year one to year two now. Like, I, I just think those guys should be leading in. No, no questions uh, asked. I remember, yeah, Desmond Bain. So, De- this Desmond Bain's sophomore season, um, he went from 9, 3, I'm sorry, 9, 3 boards and 1 assist to 18 five boards and three assists like bro double damn near every and every all set of, and all of his splits he went from 46 last year to 46 this year uh 43 percent shooting three and 42 this year and then his free throw percentage went from 80 um 81 to 90 so it's, it's and all he's of his the, and he's the he's the second best player on a borderline contender you know, went from a role player to being the second best player. I'd say they're absolutely a contender, bro. Just due to the yeah. fact that they're goddamn, they're 15 and one without their best player, who's an MVP candidate. They're second in the West, which has shown itself to be moderately more competitive than we thought they, that thought it would be. Um, so, yeah, I would say they're definitely a contender, bro. Because right uh, now, go ahead, Josh. I, my only beef with the Desmond Bain splits is just to me, like he's shooting basically the same percentage as last year. I just feel like the jump in his numbers could be. Uh, explained by volume because if he's still shooting the same percentages like mostly except for free throws then i mean you could so, just ar- argue that he's i mean so well, so that, so but couldn't you couldn't I, you I just can... argue that his all his stuff would go down because he's shooting the ball more instead so, yeah. of taking three threes you're taking five and you're making the same amount at the so, same rate to josh to your point he last year in his rookie season he got 22 minutes a game this year he's getting 29 minutes a game. So he's getting a, a half a quarter more of a game, basically. Um, okay. he went from taking he went from taking seven shots a game to 14 shots a game, and he went from taking making three shots to making about seven shots. So his split stayed the same because it's, they just went half and half basically on everything. So I mean, right. I think, yeah, you get more value, but it all depends what you're gonna do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think that exactly. was a really I think it was a really big ask. You know what I'm saying? It's your second year. I need you to run D-Wade to Jaws LeBron or Pippen. You know what I'm saying? I need you to be second in command, and we're about to be the first or second or third best team in the West or third or fourth best team in the league. So I think that was was a big ask, and I commend him more than anything for being able to step up in the second year because a lot of niggas wouldn't have been able to really shoulder that that level of pressure. Like, no disrespect, (laughs) but we saw what happened to Tyler Hero in year two. (laughs) <laughs> and la- talking about last year, them numbers, them numbers went down. Them numbers, Scott, them numbers went down, and that that whole Jack Harlow, all that hype and shit, that shit died down. So it happens. <laughs> and but the same argument that you made for Desmond Bain can be made for Tyrese Maxey. He was the second best player on, you know, a borderline contender, you know, up until obviously the trade deadline. And his numbers skyrocketed as well. I think they doubled um, as far as points. I don't know about everything else. Tyrese Maxey also in his sophomore season went from eight, one, eight, two boards, two assists to 17, three boards and three assists. I'm sorry, 17, three boards and four assists. So I I don't know how they don't have that man top three. It's ridiculous. I I definitely think Desmond Bain and uh, Maxie should definitely be top three. I think Deontay should kind of be up there. Um, but I don't I don't know if it should be Ja. Now that I'm, you know, we're, we're getting throwing more context and nuance around. I don't know if it should be Ja, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, let's move on to rookie of the year. 
Uh, Josh, who'd be a rookie of the year if it stopped today? It's pretty much between three people. Uh, well, I think it would be Evan Mobley to get it, but I mean, Cade would be a close second. Um, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know who would be third. Uh, Jalen Green. I was gonna say Probably, yeah. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes too. Oh, Scotty yeah, Barnes. Scotty, Scotty Barnes, Barnes could be in that conversation. I don't think he's gonna win it though. Yeah, Scotty. No, Scotty so, yeah. definitely be. Uh, Scotty's giving you uh, fifteen, eight, and four though. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's he's, yeah, a, he's been really a good. really yeah. <laughs> he's been a really good piece for them for real. Yeah, and and uh, quiet as it's kept, Toronto might sneak into a playoff spot and not even have to be in the play in because. And you know what's actually scary about Toronto is that is that no one can if you're not vaccinated you can't enter Canada. So yeah. during the playoffs, if you have to go to if you have to play Toronto and you have unvaccinated players on your roster, that might affect you in the playoff during playoffs. Absolutely, like that. So I feel gonna, like if the Raptors think, were think, a little I bit think better, Kyrie, I think Kyrie's the only one who's unvaccinated as far as guys who are going to be in the playoffs in the East. Yeah, I think it's really. Good. I know Brooklyn. No, the Celtics. Oh, um, the Celtics Jalen Brown. Players. Jalen Brown yeah. is a vaccinated. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, but I, I and they might they might end up playing each other, which that that would be wild. East playoffs um, are gonna be wild, bro. But yeah, who's who's your guy? Um, I'm gonna go Mobley too. Uh, I think he's been consistent from the jump. Uh, Cade is coming on strong post trade deadline, but you know this is a whole year award, and Mobley's been getting it done on both both sides of the basketball as well. I'm so fucking sick, bro. That nigga is hurt now, bro. That nigga's hurt. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, how he long got hurt he, in, the, uh, in the uh, first half of the other game. Yeah, he got hurt in the first half of the other game. Uh, I, I know it's something with his ankle. I don't know how long he's out though, but it's just like such a big blow to the Cavs season, bro. We were come, we were so strong. And because what's up with Jared Allen as well? Is he out for the year? Nah, he should. Hopefully, he comes back for the playoffs. But it, he broke his finger. Um, oh. And Jared Allen fucked me up anyway. I had a nigga. Yeah. Well, tell tell tell, tell him to wrap that shit up like Kobe did <laughs> back in 09. We'll wrap wrap it up and get him out, get on out there. Yeah, he, yeah. Ain't, he, he ain't so, him. Evan he Mobley, ain't him. Evan Mobley sprained his <laughs> Evan Mobley sprained his ankle. We know how that go. Uh Jared Allen broke oh, his finger. Yeah. Jared Allen broke his finger. Colin Sexton torn ACL. Now our second best player is either Kevin Love or Lori Marketing. So uh, does Colin Sexton have a chance of coming back this year or no? He should be back by the playoffs. Should be back by the playoffs, and we're gonna if we're gonna do if we're gonna be in any type of plan. If the plan started today, we would be playing. Uh, the playoffs started today. The playing games would be. We'd be playing the Nets. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a way! Ooh-wee. What a way for our promising ass season to just go down the fucking. But but what what seed are y'all? Seven. <laughs> It's right now. Oh, okay, we. Well, I mean, you could win the winner of the nine and ten. And still yeah, get in well, there. that's that's true. But um, right now we're a game behind the five seed, bro. We're a game behind the fucking Bulls. The Bulls are five, and the Toronto Raptors are six. So it's between so, so us. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all are voting for which we call it to win tonight. The the Wizards. The Wizards absolutely. Need I need the Wizards yeah. to win tonight, and then I need tomorrow. We need to beat the. I think we play. We play the Mavericks tomorrow. So I need the Lakers to put a little bruising on them. And then the uh, Raptors played the, the Timberwolves. So I need Carl Anthony Towns to get in his Charles Barkley bag. You feel me? Um, 
But yeah, I do. I agree with what Ye said. I think it's an Evan Mobley award. I'm glad that when he did get hurt, it was only with like a week left for the season. So I don't really think these last games are going to like sway voters' minds too much. Um, honorable mentions in Vegas are Franz Wagner and Josh Giddy um, out of OKC. Jalen Green did not. Actually, Giddy kind of nice, low key. Yeah, they just are. They're just very abysmal that no one really gives a fuck. Um, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one cares. Um, next up, we have uh, six man of the year. Who's your guy, Someone Josh? One guy. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, according to according yeah, to Vegas, according to Vegas, Calvin, you are correct. Um, there mm-hmm. are three guys, but in terms of odds, it is only one guy, and that is Tyler Hero. Um, the two guys that would have to drop fifty point games for the rest of the season to to Larson. Uh, no. Uh, six man would be hold up. I got to find. There we go. Uh, Kelly. Oop, so Tyler Hero has negative 20,000 odds. Kelly Oubre Jr. has plus 5,000 odds. And then in third place is Kevin Love with plus 5,000 odds. Oh, Kevin Love was hooping off the bench this year. Yeah, he had the solid. Uh, yeah, he's hooping. Uh, but Tyler Hero is <laughs> it's Tyler Hero. It's, it's, it's Tyler Hero, bro. It's Tyler Hero. Um, and yeah. um. I'm really glad. I'm really. I'm glad to see that he embraced that six man role. Um, because I would have been pissed if PJ Tucker's non shooting ass came to town and took my fucking <laughs> took my starters minutes. But it's cool. But yeah, Tyler Hero's giving you 21, five, and four off the bench. That's that's a no brainer. Um, let's go to uh, defensive player of the year. Who you got, Josh? This one's gonna surprise y'all. Um. I actually really don't even know who would be my my DPO. Can I, can I can I, feel, I go with this one? I think I think there's yeah, two that I'm going back and forth with. Uh, Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. and potentially Bam Adebayo because mm-hmm. they've been the only ones who's consistently played most of the year. Um, that would probably have the stats to back it too. So far as their defensive efficiency, um, yeah. Those would be my two guys. Yeah, who you got? Giannis. You know what's wild, bro? <laughs> could could be Giannis, too. So yeah. Right now, at these Vegas odds I'm looking at, deepest player of the year is Marcus Smart. Yo, he's been he's been a fucking menace, though. Yeah. Damn. Top, I would rock with that. <laughs> top five, Marcus Smart plus 160. Bam, plus 250. Michael Bridges, plus 310. Rudy yeah. Gobert, plus 400. Whoa. And then... <laughs> And then Giannis plus fifteen hundred, and then these other odds I'm looking at has Bam, Rudy, Giannis, and Robert Williams. But I don't think these are right. I'm gonna go with the first one. I like Bam. Yeah, Bam is good. I really thought it was a Giannis award, but I don't fucking know. But we need to do everything we can to not let Rudy Gobert have four. Yeah, bro. Please, that'll be four, please. right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so, bro. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy, Go, Rudy Gobert been in and out the lineup though too, so I don't think he. Nah, bro, he's year. he's played sixty games. I think mm. that's a, I think that's enough. Nah, well, nah. I mean, it's it's are they back to eighty two this year though, right? They are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he he's missed like I mean, 15, but, twenty games almost. Yeah, I mean, but if if he finishes the season and plays every game, he'll have almost seventy yeah. games played. So. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I would think that's enough, but he ain't gonna win the shit anyway. I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get in any Rudy Gobert slander. Yeah, but in, I think, any <laughs> anyway, form. I think a Marcus Smart award would be really good for his stock. Um, I know that he probably might not be a Celtic for the foreseeable future, um, because the Celtics are definitely gonna have to uh, do some 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 housekeeping. Uh, 
because they have a contender right now. Clearly, them niggas have this, the best team in the league after I want to say after Christmas. Um, so yeah, I like Marcus Smart. I like I really like Jaron Jackson Jr. I really like Michael Bridges as well. Uh, them niggas are Jaron Jackson Jr. I think he leads the league in blocks, and Michael is just a fucking menace. Niggas a pest. Um, and then coach of the year odds. I have to fucking look these bitches up. Um, but right now, who's your coach of the year, Josh? Coach Spo. Got to give it to him. The, t- the East is a tough place this year. And the Miami is always not looked at as, as a team that, you know, Calvin, should be looked is, at at the top. Have, Everybody looks at the mid-tier teams. Do you have anybody other than Coach Spo, Calvin? <laughs> um, I mean, there's there's an argument that could be made for Monty Williams right now. Uh, Absolutely. Because I think – I think for them to have this good of a record after losing the finals, I think we thought last year was like, okay, them boys is nice, but they just couldn't get it done. Now they're coming back again, 60 wins plus. They had uh, Chris Paul hurt for weeks. D-Book's been kind of, you know, he's been more consistent now than he was. Um, it's, it's interesting. I, I think he could be in that running, but I also think what Coach Spo is doing with a Miami Heat team that has no true like superstar is pretty is pretty good too. Hey, chill out, yeah. They we don't have Devin Booker on our squad, all right? But Maybe y'all made it to the final. Y'all made it to the finals without that though. So like, it's not y'all like he need a, that. Y'all have a complete. That's coaching. That's bro. good coaching. It is good coaching, but that don't mean it's the best coaching job this year. Best coaching job has come from Memphis, Taylor, whatever. I forget his I forget his last name. Um, but that's the best coaching job at they're 18 and two without job. Um, you know, did you see that they're like, they're like seven or like, they're like seven and oh, and like blowout games too. Like and they're blowing they people job. out. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're doing crazy. Um, so I think that's the best coaching job. You go from a team who, you know, was a eight seed, eighth seed last year. I know they, they, um, they beat the Spurs in the play in and they beat the Warriors in the, in the second play in. Um, so riding that momentum into this year. I think he's had the best coaching now to be second in the West. I, I don't I don't know a soul who would have predicted that. So yeah, you're you're taking Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, uh, Taylor Jenkins. Cal, you're Monty Williams or Eric Sposher, and then Josh, you're Eric Sposher. Um, coach of the year odds right now, number f- I'm gonna I'm gonna go five up. Number five is Ime Udoka at plus fifteen. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, JB Bickerstaff lost a lot of steam, plus 1,000. Taylor Jenkins is number three, plus 800. Eric Spolscher is plus 700. And then Monty Williams has a comfortable lead at negative 2,000. Right, I rock with it. Black yeah, black man getting it done. I rock with it. Yeah, man. I, I just I just feel like, yeah. man, man's got man's can finish the season with 68 wins. Uh, you know, lost you know lost a, a key cog in your system for a lot of the season in Chris Paul. Um, and I don't know, man. I I just think it makes the most sense. You know. Um. Also, shout out to a team that has fallen completely off the cliff. Remember how fat? How remember how uh quick and and strong the Warriors started? I just want to point that out. Mm. Hey, Steph, wonder, I wonder why. When I Steph, wonder why. But nah, bro. When Steph goes down, they look like a <laughs> fucking lottery team. My oh, oh. So it was when he went down, not before. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> no. I'm saying since he went down, like the last two weeks, bro. They look like shit. They lose mm. by fucking forty five to Memphis two nights ago, bro. Yeah, they did get. Yeah, they did get smoked. But but not nah, uh, Steph. So hey, yay. And all of y'all can chime in, but um, if I'm the Warriors general management, bro. We got talk to me, Dre. Talk to me, Dre. And it's not gonna be exactly what you think I'm gonna say. 
<laughs> but we got some conversations to have this summer, bro. And it pains me to say this. Jordan mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Poole deserves a hundred million this summer. And mm-hmm. if I'm the general management, chill out. You're not. We gonna what, have what are you, to what are you, what are you listen. Do? Listen, listen. We just gonna have to. I'm gonna call a Zoom meeting. Hey, y'all, come down to the office. We might have to throw Clay Thompson's name in the hat and just see what's up. Whoa! Wait, no, listen, no, listen, no, bro, no. listen. We got to talk. We got to talk. We might have to throw Draymond's name in a hat and just see what's up, bro. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying let's talk about it, bro. We got to think long term, you know. I know. I'm. I'm. Listen, I don't know if you be trolling or if you be serious in the group chat. But the niggas are not fucking moving, Steph, my nigga. Not hey, I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. But listen, that's listen, the way to go. Listen, they're not moving, Steph. He, the niggas, showing that he can still average thirty a season or damn near. And Steph, for the most part, has been. He, he ain't been hurt. He broke his hand two seasons ago, but he would have came back. But that was COVID season. They shut that bitch down. But anyway, Clay and Draymond, you got to ask yourself a question, bro. They're both on big ass deals. How much? How much longer are they gonna hold on to the value that they have, bro? To the point where in 2026 the Warriors ain't a goddamn 16 win team. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Steph might sign like a two year loyalty, 50 million dollar deal in 2026 and just ride into the sunset. But what is Clay Thompson gonna look like two years from now? You know what I'm saying? What is Draymond gonna look like two years from now? And Clay, I think Steve Kerr did a fucking terrible job managing Clay's return. Brought that nigga back, sent Jordan Poole to the bench immediately, and brought Clay back to start immediately. And the shit was cute, looked good. He showed flashes of greatness in that that Lakers game, most notably, where he had like fucking thirty six or thirty eight, and sent LeBron and them boys packing. He had, I think, he had like thirty eight the other night. I forgot who they against Memphis, I think, but they got their fucking ass beat. You know what I'm saying? Clay came back and immediately started taking nineteen shots a game. Like nigga, Steve, reel this bitch in. Like so. That's 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 my thing, bro. Jordan Poole is going to have the 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 lay of the fucking land this summer. Teams, I don't know whether he's restricted or unrestricted, but teams are going rightly so. That nigga is cold, and we talked Very about much it. So. We talked about it prior to the NBA season when we did like awards predictions and said six man most improved, whatever, whatever. That nigga is cold as fuck, bro. And he can be a starting one or two guard somewhere. So I think that's just my tidbit on the Warriors. Steve Kerr, get this shit together, nigga. Because y'all going to fuck around and run into the wrong motherfucker in the first round. Because I don't know when Steph coming back. You know what I'm saying? If the playoffs started today, um, the Warriors would play, goddamn. They would be playing the Nuggets. Mm, That's interesting. And I heard Jamal Murray is going to be back by the playoffs. Maybe, maybe, mm. but they play. They, they need, play. they need to trade Steph though, bro. They need, uh, they need to change it. Can you tell me why him, you're so serious about that? Why? Listen, because out of the three guys that you named, first off, you can't trade Draymond. Draymond is the he. He's the he's the entry. He's the he's glue. The he's the piece. He's the glue. He. he you need that soul. dirt. You need, you're the heart and soul. All that. So it's between Clay and Steph. Uh huh. You're going to get a hell of a lot more value for Steph than you are for Clay. I mean, and that, Clay, a team would sell the fucking farm for Steph. Exactly. So that, therefore, I think you can insert, insert Jordan Poole into this, into Steph's role and surround him with pieces that you get what? from Steph, along with letting Moses Moody, Kuminga, and those guys develop. 
So wait, bro, yeah, you're question. Because Steph, because Steph is like 33. Steph is he, he's, he's getting he's, up there. He's 34. He's 34. Question. 34, so, even so better. Just, just for context, Draymond is under contract for two more years. They give him 25 next year, and they give him 28 in 2020, uh, 2023. Uh, yeah, I got a question for. Uh, and then let me bring up um Clay Thompson's just so we can have some fucking context. Is I got a question for you. If you trade Steph, bro, what does that say to your fan base? What does that say to you? Because what, what does that say to your fan base? What does that say to your season Fuck ticket em. holders? What does that say to your Fuck season em. ticket holders, bro? Come on. Like, seriously, think about that. I mean, hey. And at the have same y'all time, seen this kid? No, listen. Have y'all seen this listen, kid? Okay, listen. Okay, listen. We seen, and we've seen him, bro. We've seen him. You know, we haven't seen him. And don't say shit. I know what you're going to say. What? We haven't we have seen him in the fucking playoffs. We haven't. We haven't. You, you, we haven't that, seen him. That, that you are right. And I think the playoffs is going to tell a lot about where they go in the direction as far as their offseason. And so we I, do got to see him in the playoffs. And I think but unfortunately, also, unfortunately, you, your boy folded against John Morant. So we didn't get to see him in the playoffs last year. Unfortunately, also, next year, Clay is due 41 million. And the year after that, they owe him 43. Ooh, we. Hey. Um, and then Steph uh, is due. Uh, so Steph just signed that new extension. Uh, Fuck, where is this? Oh, there it is. So this year, Steph got 48. Oh, I'm sorry. No, next year, Steph gets 48. The year after that, he gets 52. The year after that, he gets 56. And then in 2025, 2026, he gets 60. Yeah, bro, that's yeah. too long. Like, 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 that's too long. And right that's now, it's a lot bro. of fucking money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> he just turned, so he just turned 34 three weeks ago. So by the time the contract is over, he will be 37. So, bro. Nah, trade, trade that, bro. Listen, this is what they need to do. They need to trade Steph and Wiseman uh-huh. to Charlotte. Oh God! For after Charlotte, after Charlotte folds in the playoffs, oh they're gonna panic. Jordan's gonna panic, and they need to get Lamelo Ball, Miles Bridges, All right, bro. Get this and a few <laughs> and some picks, <laughs> and they need to roll with that, bro. Wait, LaMelo, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Poole, you're saying Clay Finn- Thompson? You're saying send LaMelo to Golden State? Nigga, why are you playing? Exactly. What, what is this nigga talking about? <laughs> All right, bro, I'm trolling. All right, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. You, you wilding uh, out. You wilding I'm out. Tro- I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I had to, I had to make it make sense because Terry Rozier, Miles Bridge, that wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> but wait. No, nah, I'm trolling. Wait, but- are, wait, are you serious about trading Steph, though? Nah, like, hey, it's uh, just it's just all jokes. Hell, no, nah, I'm not serious. Nah, you can't trade him. What about Clay? But, uh. Clay, I mean, I, I would scour the market, see see what you can get for him, um, because you know, obviously, the big thing is going to be just that contract. Clay is as a talent, we all know he has game, but does he have forty million dollars worth of game? I don't know if he has that. Um, and you also want to probably trade him to a, a a good situation, a situation where he could win. Um, you know, you don't want to just trade him to you know the Detroit Pistons or just you know a trash organization with a bunch of caps. So. I, I don't know. I think they're probably going to have to end up letting Jordan Poole walk. Um, hopefully, maybe they can sign and trade him to get a little bit of value for him. Yeah. Um, but that's probably where the situation is going to end. Facts. And last but not I least, think, go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was going to say, I think I think you should say fuck it and trade Draymond. I know he's your heart and soul, but I don't know. That $28 million and $25 million he's going to be making the next two years to not be doing too much to give you seven, seven, and seven. No, not not, not even that no more, Josh. You getting like three. <laughs> but that's six. that's not that's not what you're paying him for. You're not paying him for stats. You're paying him to set those screens so Steph can get threes. Because you know he can't yeah, score other than that. 
But I feel, hey, I feel so like Draymond yeah. is really. I mean, like, am I lying? Am I? Am yeah. I lying, bro? Am I yeah. lying? Yeah. yeah, you're lying. What are you talking <laughs> about? Okay. What are you okay. talking about? Okay. Hey, chill out, okay. Bro. Chill out. Yeah, he is wild. Has you he made the playoffs boy. without Dre? Has he made the playoffs without Dre yet? Has Dre made it without Steph? No. But no, Dre, because that's not the type of player that Dre is. Dre not the Supermax player. We talking about a Supermax player. He needs Draymond Green. Steph Curry needs Draymond Green just as much as Draymond Green needs Steph Curry. Fair enough. So you can't trade. You can't trade him, bro. He's he's everything to that team. He's the leader. He he is I mean, the sole leader. He's the reason why I, he's the reason why Kevin got there. He's the reason why a lot of guys want to come want to come there. He he is the heart and soul. He's the guy out there recruiting. He's the guy out there hanging out with guys in the offseason and stuff, inviting guys on his podcast, building relationships so they can recruit these niggas while Steph is doing his cooking show with his wife and shit. Come on, bro. He's he's, he's fa- important. He's a family man. He's important. Exactly. So he so he can do the family stuff. Dre can do all the other hard stuff. And you need Dre on your team. You so need Ye, him. My question to you is, Yay, question, question. When Dre's contract is up, and goddamn 2020, when is that? When Dre's contract is up in two years, um, do you sign him again or you let him walk? I mean, if he wants to sign for a hometown discount, yeah, like he won't be, he definitely won't be worth another, you know, $20 million a year. Yeah, yeah. like def- definitely not at that million. point. Yeah. yeah, see if he'll take, you know, eight or 10 million, you know, the cap will be, you know, who knows where the cap is going to be by then. Um, and luxury true. tax and all that type of like stuff. 13, but 14. Yeah, like, yeah. and if you don't want to take it, if you want to get cashed out, you know, go go on. But yeah, I, I think for right now, you you definitely got to get definitely got to ride this wave with uh, Stefan, Stefan Draymond. Facts. All right. Last but not least, before we get out of here, let's talk about NBA MVP right now in Vegas. I'll give you all the top five again. At number five, we have Luka Doncic at eight thousand. Devin Booker, 2,500. Giannis at plus 1,000. Nicola at plus 120. And then Big J. Big J in the middle. Joel Embiid at negative 150. Bro, they disrespected Ja, bro. Uh, ja is number six at plus 10,000. Who was number one? Joel at uh, uh, minus, a 50, minus 150. Yeah, I feel, I, feel like, I feel like Ja should be in that four spot. Um but I mean, it's I think straight. He's I, missed too many games, bro. I don't care about that. And, they, and they're literally, they're, like you said, they they were seventeen and two without him. Like they're, one, they're not hurting. Fifteen and one, bro. They're not. The kid, they're not hurting without job, bro. The kid, the kid is averaging twenty eight and seven. Yes, they absolutely are are are, are going to be hurting without him for an, for an entire season. They're a totally different team. Uh, I, I just think at the end of the day, he from start to finish, he's been consistently great. And they've been consistently in that top, you know, four or five range in the West. Um, you know, I think I think people are overrating this this Devin Booker stuff. Like, yeah, he came on, but Chris Paul missed 15 games. Like, stop acting like he missed 30 something games and they went 20 and 10. Like he missed 15 games. That's you know, two or three weeks, two and a half weeks or so. He he stepped up, but you know, for the entire hey, for season, the entire season, he Devin, he give you 27, 5 and 5. I just I, I I just feel like a lot you of just people said Ja give you 28 and seven. What about him? But 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 here's the thing, though. It's not. But, you know, it's not just about numbers with me. I'm just that that's yeah. just a reference point. But at the end of the day, no one was even mentioning Devin Booker's name two months ago. And now all of a sudden he's top four. I, but I'm I saying but, it, but 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 I'm, I'm I'm saying like, shouldn't we, though? I think that's no, just because here's the thing. Just because you're having a really good season does not mean that you belong in the MVP conversation. 
People were doing this with DeMar DeRozan. He was having a good year. That doesn't mean he's MVP. Like you can, ha- it's, those two things are not synonymous. Um, Devin Booker has a great team around him, a very good team, so much that they went six, six games in the NBA finals. Like they have a great squad. Like I, I just, I just don't, I, I understand it, but I don't like it. Fair enough. And, uh, and, and to be honest, it's a two man race anyway. Who, who, who really cares? So how close do y'all think? So wait, uh, all right. So Josh, is it a two man race between Joel and Jokic for you? Yeah, pretty and much at this point. Calvin, is it a two man race between Joel and Jokic to you? Yes, I think the the third that's creeping up. I, and I know, like like I said before this, just a disclaimer. I know he's not going to win, but Jason Tatum should have some some conversations in this as well. Uh, he he's definitely brought this team back from the dead, to be honest. But I know I know it's gonna be between those two, and I got a feeling Jokic gonna get him again. So just for reference, Jason, because hey, because that boy right Embiid is thinking it up right now. Nigga, stop taking it game by game, bro. <laughs> the fuck you got? You got to at this point. No, yeah, you at don't. This point, you have no, to. you don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, you, you don't. Do. So right now, no, Jay, you don't. Right now, Jason, the, the Nuggets are about to be in the fucking playing game. Like, come on, bro. Let's stop. Let's let's let's, let's get serious. Like, it's it's not okay. Not but at the same time, bro, you said Devin Booker got a great team around him. Uh, Jokic does not. Yes, he yeah. does for the millionth time. Yes, bro, he does. They're a very good basketball really team. He does not have. They're a very great. good basketball. Are they oh great? no, no, no! Nah, they're definitely not great. That was no, the word I was, very... I was used, I was saying. I'm using the same word you use for Booker's team. My fault. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. They're not great. I think Booker's probably the only guy with a great team around him. Um, other than Giannis on this list. What about Ja? I don't think they're a great team around okay. him. Fair enough. You don't, you don't think Joel got a great team around him? No. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> for for the better part, for sixty games of the year, Tobias Harris was. This, was supposed to be his second best player. Like, come on, man. We're not, we're, let's not talk Fair about enough. this. Hey, Tobias, that, that nigga be disappointing me. <laughs> that nigga be disappointing $180 million, me. man. So what do you think, uh, Josh, anybody can answer, what do y'all think Jokic needs to do to take it over from Embiid? We got like seven games left. Say if they go like on a little run, get a nice little win streak to close out the year. Because, I don't know, Philly, Philly is like, they're like the most like volatile team. In, in the league right now. They're either, like, really, really good or really, really bad. And I don't know. I just feel like with Jokic, it's just, like, him versus the world. Like, I know, like, all the guys on his team ain't scrubs, but, like, he doesn't have anybody that's really running with him. So he's really every night 27, 11, and 14. I see his stat line or some crazy shit. So You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? That's the Jokic effect. Everybody just scrolling down on Twitter, seeing the stat line. Nah, oh, bro. Oh, so he deserves MVP. Watch the fucking games, man. Nigga, I think even when you watch the games, you okay. can see that he's hell not. Yeah, and get, if get, you watch the games, you will see he has a very good team around him with a very good system. Okay, well, let's see. Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, who is who's not, been playing. All of those guys have been playing well, bro. I'm saying, bro, as like, of late, yeah. They've been playing well the whole season. But I'm saying that's like, their system. No, my point is, bro, they don't, he don't got like an all-star number two next to him, is the point niggas are trying to make, bro. That yeah, okay, and so is that isn't that a pretty big determinant of team success? Yeah, that, that no, it's not. If it, nigga, then why are they in the fucking almost in the play in like you just said? Ja doesn't have a, a number two all star next ja to him. Got and the, look at and, nigga, Ja has a defensive player of the year candidate and a most improved player candidate. Okay. So says you right next to him. 
question. Then let's take the then let's take the Miami Heat. They got, they, they got a solid squad. And they got do the they have an all do they have an all star next to him? No. Do they have an all star next to Jimmy Butler? No. Nigga, Bam like, is Bam with the all star last year. He was just hurt this just year. Just because you don't just because you don't have an all star caliber player next to you doesn't mean that your team is not good or a very good team. They have a very good system to where they have a, a lot of role players that complement Jokic's game well, who can dribble, pass, and shoot. Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, DeMarcus Cousins have, has come on big time as of late. Monte Morris has hit multiple game winners for them. Uh, Will Barton is really solid um, at the number two position. Like, come on, bro. They got hella good players. They were just in the Western Conference Finals when they were healthy against the Lakers. Like, come on. They got a really good squad. Uh, yeah, yeah. really, really, really good. As a stretch, they, they were missing yeah. Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. That, okay, that and they made so so with a with a fully loaded roster, they've made it to the Western Conference Finals. When both of those, when Jamal Murray went down last year, they made it to the second round of the playoffs without Jamal Murray. They're fine. They beat Damian Lillard without Jamal Murray. They can still win. They can. They're still productive. They still have a really good squad around them. I don't know why y'all acting like he out there with the OA I'm not, Cavs. I'm not saying he's out there with the OA Cavs, bro. I'm just nah, saying compared to that. compared yeah. to all the M- other MVP candidates, he has the worst team. You think he's a, yeah? You think he has a worst team than Philly for the most part of the year? I, 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 y'all are better ex- than them. Yeah, exiling Harden, yes, exiling Harden. If you take Harden Wait, away, hey. obviously, because he's been there for two weeks or three weeks. You think that was a better roster than what's the name than than Denver than what they had around him? I think Tyrese Maxey's been playing. I think Maxey's a yeah. better two than all than any of his two, three, four. I think yeah, Maxie's, anybody on that team. I think Maxey's okay. I think Maxey's box office, nigga. Whoa! I, 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 but no, bo- right, bo- well, boy, no box, box office for his contemporaries is what I mean. I don't mean he's okay. like box office with Jason Tatum or nothing. But I think Maxey is Tobias Harris is Tobias Harris is probably on the same level as probably most of the teammates he has on his team. They don't have a better defender than than Thibel. On their entire, they do not have a better all. They do not have a better on ball defender than Thibault. Bro, what? Only thing what? is, I, only thing is that brings it into question is y'all's is your y'all's depth. Depth, yeah, yeah, depth. And that's exactly what the Nuggets have. They go, they can go too deep at damn near every position. Mm-hmm. They have the best backup center in the league. Boogie was just Boogie just when 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 Nikola Jokic and Joel and B went against each other. Cal watched the game. He know what's up. Jokic ain't get no buckets on Embiid. He got like seven points total. He got all his buckets on DeAndre Jordan. The real matchup was Boogie versus Embiid. They were the ones stopping each other and going back and forth. Jokic couldn't do shit, and Embiid was giving him work. Embiid gave him like 22 on, on him personally. Like when they went against each other, he, he wasn't even doing nothing. But who fouled out? Nobody fouled out, Calvin, for the million oh, times. Hey, well, he, had, well, he, he caught them fouls, and then he, he, had got, to, he had to sit his ass down. If, if that's so, your argument, if that's your argument, then my argument is case closed. If you want to so, argue that he got five fouls, but he got I, three I of them was on Jokic when he was guarding so, Jokic, so, and, yeah. Embi- and, and and Jokic couldn't guard Embiid. And so, yeah, my question to you is: Is there anything Jokic can do to catch Embiid? No, Embiid's had this thing locked up. <laughs> I think he just he gave the best team. He just gave. He just gave. He just gave the best team in the league. Um, 35, 17, and like four assists and three blocks. Like, what are we talking? He giving it to you on the, on the defensive end too. Come on now, stop playing with him, man. <laughs> stop playing with that man. So, I mean, what are the Nuggets? Look, What's the Nuggets seed right now? What's the Nuggets uh, six, seed six, right now? Six. And how far are they out outside of the playing game? 
Um, I got you. So right now the Nuggets, uh, outside of the playing game, they're two games ahead, but they're also three games back from the third seed and a game and a half back from the fourth seed. Come on, bro. We talking about a guy who's one game away from getting the number one seed in the better conference. Come on, man. Let's not let's, let's not do that. Hey, hey, man. Hey, wait. It's Chicago. What's what's? Oh, that's Charlotte. I thought he played Chicago because Jokic. He had a nice little game last night too, bro. He's having his way yeah. with the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he, he did go. He did go crazy on the Hornets, as most people do. <laughs> as most people do. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey. I mean. At this point, I think if there's a number one in the MVP, it's probably their award to lose um, because there's not much, you know, many games left. But, hey, if MB wins it, bro, much deserved. Um, I'm glad he was, you know, able to put together a campaign that was uh, deserving of an MVP award, bro. And I hope that – I wish y'all the best of luck in the playoffs, man. Yeah, that's really all I care about now. Whether he wins MVP or not, I don't care. You better I just want to – uh, better tell Jim Harden to step his shit up then. Man, I'm trying, man. We got we gotta keep him out the strip club, man. He been he been kicking it with niggas too much, man. <laughs> Yo. He love he love that booty too much. <laughs> but that's our show, man. Uh we do this shit every Tuesday and Wednesday. Um y'all check us out on all podcasts and platforms, uh Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Josh, we appreciate you filling in for uh Jalen. Um and next week we'll be back with our uh build a fran- build a franchise mode, Madden RBS edition. Uh but y'all be easy. We'll catch you next week. Bobby had the civic. Now had a van. We was mobbing through the city. They say, Come and get me now. I'm all on independence. Passing independence. I'ma tell you how I get it. Now I'm on the north and I was with the side gangs. I just want the neck. I ain't gonna play no mind games. Lottie had the clip tuck, but keep it bounce. And I told my god brother, he ain't had to send no wound. So he slide, slide. 485, yeah, I put that shit on God. I'ma keep the silly live. You can't kill me, I got God, but I'm so ready to die. I was at the five guys with the Tonys right beside. I was on the east side, I was on the south side. I was at the breakfast club, I ain't even get inside. Then I seen that die, that had my eyes wide. Auntie's in the two five with the sweet potato pie like Give him, give Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Riding with the pistol tuck Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a semi-truck Ooh, yeah, we ride